0: Four of Rock's greatest composers came from just two bands. On Kinks and Beats Daily, we take a look at the songs and albums that exemplify the highlights of John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Ray Davies, and George Harrison. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is episode number four of Kinks and Beats Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry. Today, we're back to the Kinks, and we are talking about one of my favorite. Kinks songs and you're going to hear that a lot because uh like any true fan how can I pick just one. Uh, we're talking today about This Time Tomorrow. It was released November 27th, 1970 uh, as a part of the Lola versus uh, Power Man and the Money Grow Round Part 1 album. Strange title, fantastic album. And obviously even the casual Kinks fan um can tell that there was a hit off of this album because it's got Lola right there in the title. That was the big one. But this tune, which opens side two of the album, is a particular highlight. And I can't stress this enough. Eventually, uh, I'll start doing these shows where we focus on an entire album all at once. This one is going to be hard to keep it under 20 minutes because it's one of my favorite albums by anybody. It's the album that made me a Kinks fan. I bought it because I knew Lola and I figured that was a great entryway. And then lo and behold, Lola's like the weakest song on there. And I still love that song, but it's such a good record. Um, But the reason I like this song in particular is it kind of exemplifies two things that Ray Davies is brilliant at. One of them is putting sad lyrics to happy melodies like he did on sweet lady genevieve um this one is there's some there's some bummer words in here the melody is beautiful uh one reviewer read i didn't write it down so i'm not going to be able to cite them but one reviewer wrote that it's endlessly listenable Uh, and that's true but beyond that another thing that ray is capable of doing um and this is more on his vocal delivery than his songwriting and the band is effortlessly able to do is make a song that sounds like it's going at two tempos at the same time. And I wish I could just play the track for you on this podcast, but it's episode four. You haven't heard a single ad on this, on this podcast yet. I'm not making, um, can afford to get sued by the kinks and the Beatles type money on this thing yet. So we're not going to be playing those. You can go to herohabit.com on Friday and listen to it there or check it on Spotify. But I wish I could play it to help me illustrate it better. The tune has a lot of long notes in it. And Ray's delivery, it's like the words are just like slipping out of his mouth unconsciously like he's not even really aware he's singing them right so where most people would sing this time tomorrow he kind of slides this time tomorrow like he's going in slow motion um but it's never out of time and i'm not sure i could do it with a band on purpose Uh, and he does it pretty frequently but then the band is totally cooking on this and it gets more and more frantic as the track goes on. It opens up with uh, some stereo panning of a jet going from you know your right ear to your left ear and then back through. And uh, on the original at least the original CD master, the um the jet's kind of choppy. You can hear it actually shifting from right to center to left. On the remasters, they've cleaned that up. So that's one way to tell if you're listening to a remaster. Uh, or not but it's it opens with that so you got this feeling that it's you know that it's somehow associated with travel and all that kind of thing but the increasing uh chaos that the band is performing really kind of you know uh gives you like a musical telling of that time travel and that and that passage of time and the airtime, and and how it's all kind of slipping away, you know. While you're sitting there on a plane doing nothing, sailing above an empty sea. Time is continuing without you, you know. And you're not. And 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 you know, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a perfect compliment to the lyrics of this song. I think. Uh, John Gosling on piano is focus mostly on arpeggio stuff and you hear it and there's some chords you know some block chords here and there it's it's panned all the way to one side of the of your if you're listening on headphones it's panned all the way to one side so it's easy to pick out the piano parts um towards the end he's doing 16th note arpeggios digga 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 who I warned you, I was going to do a lot of, of fawning over McAvery, is his drum fills uh, get more frequent and more busy as the song goes. And that last verse uh, towards the fade-out, the coda of the song, uh, Gosling and Avery are just going crazy. But Ray's vocal delivery through the whole thing stays consistent. Ray said when he about writing the song, I felt that I'd lost contact with my family because I'd been in a pop music bubble for five years and I didn't know the people around me anymore. This time tomorrow was about transience and an uh, ethereal world. Clouds and where do we play tomorrow and what am I doing as a person tomorrow? It's a floating song and I was floating into a different era, going with the flow for a while until I work out where I want to be. So he really didn't need to explain it because not only did the words, you know, portray that perfectly, but the performance of the band is spot on for what this song wants, wants to convey. Um, it features Ray's resonator guitar, which is what you hear the, the opening chords to Lola. So it is a good sister song, a compliment song, uh, to Lola specifically, but, you know, most of the songs on this album are being as as written on that. And it was featured on uh, 2007's Darjeeling Limited by Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson uses a lot of kinks and Beatles, actually. But he uses a lot of kinks. He's a big kinks fan. And uh, this song appeared in it. I believe there was one other song. Kinks song that appeared on that movie too but he you know sometimes the highlights of his movies and I, I i'm a wes anderson fan didn't particularly care for darjeeling limited but it was a highlight for me to hear this song pop-up in a film uh like i said it was off of Lola versus power man that whole album is a concept album that is kind of uh, a middle finger to the music industry and so this song fits in with that And it was a comeback album for the Kinks, which is crazy to think because it's the follow-up to Arthur, which is the follow-up to Village Green Preservation Society. So they are coming off of recording two of the greatest rock and roll albums of all time, and this is considered a comeback. So it just goes to show the lack of respect they got in the time from critics, from music fans, from the record-buying public, from radio stations, from all of it. Because this shouldn't be a comeback album. This should be, you know, the third album in a string of wildly successful albums for that band. Uh, It peaked at number 35 in the United States. This song wasn't a single. It was, as I've said several times already in this podcast, Short History, uh, a song I would have liked to have seen done more with. Uh, It might be a little bit slow content wise for the radio should have been a b-side should have been something um it should appear on every best of the kinks album that is ever released for all of time it is a great tune and i hope that you go and listen to it and then check out the whole album i will over the course of this podcast which is gonna have to take me several years i would imagine um i'll get to every song on that album and then do a a retrospective of the album as a whole, but go, go and listen to it. And I guarantee you, if you're on the fence about the kinks, um, this album is, is the one to start with because you're going to fall in love with this band just like I did. All right. So that's this time tomorrow. Uh, go check it out. Like I said, every Friday, I will post a recap of all the week's episodes with links to all the songs. So you can listen to them all in one spot. And, uh, and then listen to the podcast again. I don't know what you're going to do. But yeah, go find it on Spotify or do whatever. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends. Um, tell fellow Kinks fans to fellow Beatles fans. And um, spread the word. Leave a rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe wherever you're getting your podcast from. It all helps us at Hero Habit. And the more listeners we get, the more we can do. And hopefully I'll be making that... Um, Uh, that money where I can afford to play some songs on here instead of just talking about them endlessly with no context. All right. I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow we are listening to a Beatles song that everybody knows. If you've never owned a Beatles album, if you've never heard of the band before, you know this song, but we're talking about a very specific version of it that has arguably the best guitar solo george ever recorded uh as a beetle all right so there's some maybe you can guess it swing by herohabit.com go to our Beatles group and our kinks group and vote in our brackets for the best um, songs by those respective bands at all time and follow us at hero habit on twitter facebook and instagram all right enough talk i will see you guys tomorrow with this mystery Beatles song